welcome, or as they say in Wales, Boradar, is that right? To the um, Spitfire Gaming Podcast review of the Cardiff Christmas Crusade that Scott and I went to ages ago, and then apologies, we haven't made the review video as quickly as we thought we would. But ignoring life. that, yeah, life it's gets in the way. real life. If we could just sit here and talk about fantasy all day and someone would give us money, I mean, that would be the ideal, but it's not going to happen. Nice to think about, though. That would be ideal. But um, anyway, as you can tell, Scott's back to discuss how we did and what we thought of the Christmas Crusade. Welcome back, Scott, for the Thank you. Uh, brilliant <coughs> time. Apologies ahead of time for any coughing or sniffing. I'm, as probably everybody else is in the current climate, loaded with cold. Nurgle has bestowed his gifts to you for the Christmas period. Old fat daddy. <laughs> Grandpapa Nurgle. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, <clears throat> I've got over a cold, so I'm on the way out, but I could easily get it again just to join in. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> so what did you think of the Cardiff Christmas Crusade? Uh, genuinely, I thought I had a really good time. I thought it was a really, a really good event. Very fun. Uh, as ever, the venue, Firestorm Game in Cardiff, is just like an incredible, incredible venue. Uh, yes. Like, the venue is just phenomenal. For anyone who can get to one of the events, like the, the venue is the venue's worth it alone, and that's not taken away from Chris or the uh, event that he runs, but the venue's incredible. But it is. It's uh, and it's nice to look over that mezzanine floor and just see all the glass. It's just very yeah, uh, it's really good. Um, but no, I personally, I had a like speaking to pretty much everyone else. I thought it was a really good event. Um, Cardiff is obviously savage. However, we did find an incredible burger restaurant, which is you know definitely a highlight. Um, except the blast and music it played. Except, yeah, except the blast and music, which was ridiculous. Most yeah. Most are just old, and we just want a burger and a pint in, in peace. In silence. Yeah, don't you people dare speak to me. Just give me the burger and get out. Though we did go to the uh, pizza restaurant that oh. wouldn't serve us the first time round, but then they did serve us this time. But they, put, they put us by the door, the main door, even though the restaurant was empty. And, and the main door was... Yeah. To, to cook a pizza... Uh, <laughs> We're now sidelining into a restaurant review, and they put us <laughs> right by the door, which wouldn't close, and it was freezing. So I had to get up every time somebody left to shut the door, and I thought someone would notice it, and they didn't. But I'm too passive aggressive to actually say, "Will you move us to a table that's but actually not, habitable?" They did not get a tip though, did they? No tip. No. no tip. That's the passive aggressive no. we are. But no, <laughs> the event was really good. Um, I thought, considering it was a, a dropout or two, so that. Beef, who normally helps Chris from the event and whatnot, had to, but he took part in the event. Um, oh, is that what is that what the case was? Yeah, that's why uh, Chris. So Chris was running the whole event solo, and there was what thirty eight attendees. Yeah, I have to say, other than the one redraw, which didn't cause any problems that I noticed, um, I didn't notice anything go wrong at all. No, to be fair, I think for a solo run event of that size, I thought he did an absolute standout job. And like to be honest, I had a I had a nice time. I had five games that were really enjoyable. Um, everyone I played was a good laugh. Uh, everyone I was just chatting to during the games, like at lunch, um, also had a good time. Um, so 
yeah, it, it was it was a good event. I mean, it was so good that we're already booked to go to the next one. Yes, um, they've already sold out for the next one, which no, the, uh, he's, he's generally that's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, there's, there's 14 tickets. There's 16 more released, and I think he's already sold two of them. So, so it's already up to 50 attendees for the next one, which is happening in... Is it the last week of March or the first week of April? I can't the first remember. week of March. It's the 4th and 5th of March. If anyone... By attendance goes out, there might still be some left. If anyone does want to attend an event and can get to Cardiff for that weekend, like I would definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, like, well, like I said, we, we're already booked up. We're, we're, we're there. We're, we'll we'll be there. And there's about there's a good chunk of us again going down from the northeast. We've got what? Yeah, representing again. About eight. Um, minimum plus. Plus Howie and his collection of uh, reprobates. <laughs> the York team. The York B team, because obviously we'll have to include Chris and James in the A Well, Chris in the A team, and then he, he comes with a, a filthy stealth Brett filth player. Mm, there's, a, there's a bit of a grey area between the two, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but like, you, like yourself, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. I enjoyed speaking to all the people that you see at all these events, regulars. Um, there was quite a few people I'd never seen before, actually. So it was good. Yeah, to that's, some more that's bring up actually. I thought like, some people that we've not met in any of the other GTs that we've been to and stuff like that, which was like you said, really cool. Nice, always nice to meet like new people who are like love the like love the game. Yeah, I, everyone I played again, I have no. I had a really good time. Five really good games. Uh, I'll get into the problems I ran into, which were all oh. self-generated. <laughs> we'll, we'll go through that. <laughs> yes, good uh, as remember as we took, what can we be described as skewed lists? I <laughs> said it was a meme list, uh, my one. And then my laughter at saying, oh, look how I've managed to fit five phoenixes into a list. How great am I? Just turned to ash. Um, <laughs> No spoilers. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into. Um, so we just thought we'd flick through the games we played. We might not remember them exactly as they happened because it has been quite a while, but we do have some pictures. So we'll try our best and then uh, we'll just discuss. I don't know. Well, what could possibly yeah. go wrong? People are for this, the absolute smooth and faultless uh, operation that you, what you ordered here. Listen. Right, this is just as good as what Mini Wargaming puts out. Well, it's got less errors in it. I'm never going to get invited onto Steve's channel at this rate. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> all I have to do is stand at the back going, you've forgotten steadfast. <laughs> That's not how that rule works. Um, so, because of the way I've queued these photos up, um, it looks like you'll have to go first. Um, what was your first game then? My first game was against uh, Hyas, one of the one of the many techless lists. He was very popular this time. Oh, he techless. was popular. Yeah, he was particularly on Battle Magic. And what was also very popular and the cats off for the way he played him was that he, he he could put him in a bunker of Phoenix Guard with two other characters in full command, so he could also hide him in the second rank. Um. I Never Which, seen the ogre system of character hiding being applied to high elves. Yeah, um, well, it, it did like this, and, and to be fair, it worked because it prevented us from killing them um, and made up for the fact that the guy doesn't come with a ward save. Um, 
so this this first game against them was was really really good fun to, to be to be honest. Um, so I was one of the guys from from like relatively local in concert. Um, yes, fairly standard high of uh, standard. That's 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 rude. It, you know, he had a um, a little a block of white lions, a block of phoenix guard, uh, one singular uh, phoenix. Uh, some some Reavers, blah blah blah, and Teclas, and a couple of other characters. Um, and you and I were chatting before the game, <clears throat> and thinking how would it go. And I said it's going to go one of two ways: either Tech, either Teclas is going to dominate the magic phase, and I will get uh, whooped, or he won't dominate the magic phase, and I will do the whooping. Now. Um, Cut a long story short, for a start, I absolutely forgot that Manfred can reroll power dice to generate the magic phase. So that started really well, which was hilarious to everybody except me for the rest of the weekend when I remembered. Um, so that's what I get for using a special character I've never used before. But he did turn out to be an absolute god for the weekend. Be fair, um, you only included him pretty well, not last minute, but. Last once, yeah, once once I realised that my dream of taking four terror guys was never going to happen because I simply did not have enough time to paint it. However, like there's no doubt that Manfred made me list better. Um, I just wish I'd actually learned these rules beforehand. But that's on me. I mean, I played VC for long enough that really I should know every single rule in that book. So did you practice this list? No, that's crazy. Um. But the game, the game was a very good game. Very uh, swingy in places until well, it wasn't swingy. It had some good moments. However, it was it was very much dominated by the fact that Teclis and Sam didn't roll less than a seven for his magic dice, and he only rolled that once. More often than not, he had double figures magic dice. That's exactly what Teclis wants. I would have thought. Yeah, and then the fact that he passed it as a level five, he essentially just bullied us in the magic phase and um, I was very very thankful that I had won the objective which was uh, remember back to hold the ground where one oh, yeah, in the middle of the board let's, let's just have a look at the uh, we've got the comp up here so yeah the so after the end of each game turn after the first the player with the most scoring units within six inches of the center of the board Gains a counter, and if you got the most counters at the end of the game, you win 500 extra victory points. Well, thankfully, <laughs> I had I had won the objective by the time the game finished, and the only thing I had left on the board was Count Manfred. That's all you need, though. <laughs> Everything else was dead. And was, um, it, was it Teclas that had killed it all, or was it? it was well, it no, it's it's never, because he can pick his his magic. What he did was. Because he had two units of twenty odd archers as well, he picked either enchanted blades or and flaming sword of ruin. <laughs> and, um, between them, shot off everything I had from these archers, <laughs> um, which was just outrageous. Like terror, he just picked a terror geist and killed a terror geist to turn, and there was literally nothing I could do about it. That's uh, the way to do it, though, isn't it? Hitting on... It is. No, it is. It, it, to be honest, he did really well by not focusing on actually killing them with Teclis, but using Teclis to buff the, his big units of archers to take out monsters. It was really it was really well played. 
Um, if I'd have remembered Manfred's rules regarding magic phase, it might have been slightly different. If I'd really managed to get out of combat with Techlist so I could actually spirit leech him, it also might have been different because we love, <laughs> we know I love a spirit leech. Um, I'm, a, I'm a convert to spirit leech, actually. But no, at the end of the game, I had Camp Manfred left. He had a bit more left. Um, quite a bit more left. And I was thankful for the 500 victory points. And it finished 12-8 to the Isles. So, uh, you don't seem to be doing too badly in that picture, but is this mid-game, I'm assuming? That's, yeah, that's mid-game. Um, very soon after that, um, things just died. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. Things just died. Um, but it was it was a good game. Uh, considering what I had left at the end of it, I was very pleased to walk away with a 12-8 loss. Um, it was the first time I've opened a, an event with a loss. Uh, which, considering me, me, me gameplay is normally worse on game two, was a worry <laughs> for where I, where I might have finished. Uh, but as far as losses go, 12 it's a, a pretty solid loss in reality. Still getting some points. Oh. Yeah, like it's, it's it's nearly a draw. It's close enough. It's practically a draw. Like, <laughs> filthy high elves. So, did he lose much, or...? Um, well, obviously, I'd killed his Phoenix. Goes out saying, I'd killed yeah. both throwers. Um, he definitely had... I think it's Phoenix Guard, which is where bloody Teclas was bungered, because I just couldn't kill them. Um... I killed all the chaffy things. He just—he definitely had the bunk, the Phoenix Guard, and Techless Bunker left. Plus, then the other characters, I think, he, the, and some of the archers left. Possibly both units. Um, so, like twelve eight doesn't sound too bad, but when it's a five hundred point victory plus five hundred fifty yeah, points, that's—is that about five actual? It's—it's—it's it's, it's a good. It's—it's it's two solid swings. So, to be honest, without the objective, it would have been a fourteen six. Yeah. Um, and like, to be fair, I made some errors. Things went in Sam's favour that didn't go in mine, but it was a bloody good game, and I was happy to walk away from it with a 12 8 loss. Um, but good fun, which is, all, which is the most important thing. Well, uh, that's a, a good start <laughs> morale wise, but. Uh... Morale was good, but yeah, it was a poor start for my. What did I say? We, do, do, we, do we talk about ambitions on, in prep? I, can't, I don't think we did. I don't think we really had any. Did we other than to go down? Uh, and my only ambition was to put five phoenixes on the board and anything beyond that was uh, was an added bonus, really. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It, was, it, wasn't, it was, wasn't the start I wanted, but it was 50-50 chance of that it was going to go that way when I saw my first round draw. Fair enough. What well, your first game? I was playing the Empire in a list that I really liked because it, um, there it is. It's sort of, it wasn't a full light council. He did have a light council, but it wasn't the um, level four, two level ones and the warlord. I think it was a level four, a level two of light. The Huracanum, is that the plus one power dice one? I think it was that. Yeah. Uh, and then you had a big block of great swords, uh, a big block of halberdiers. Some demi knights, some uh, uh, inner circle knights, I think. Archers, uh, two cannons. Um, I think that was it. Because I was like, two cannons and no engineer. That's brave, but the cannons didn't apparently need an engineer at all. Um, no spoiler. No. <laughs> ah, no, no engineer. 
ballsy son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so that Imperial Engineering has improved a lot since. <laughs> but this started the. Um, Look the, at all those remixes, though. Yeah, beautiful sight, Mark. So they deployed side on because of the cannons. Um, th- this, you know, I had one practice game which wasn't um, indicative of how to play this list. It sort of relied a lot of lo- on luck. Um, oh, yes, this is when the the one practice game led to the group say I miscast and going down. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. apparently you can't rely on that happening to everyone that you play. Well, that's nonsense. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Um, there it. This also started the tradition of this game of being the worst. I know I'm bad at rolling leadership tests. This is the worst I have ever rolled, ever, to the point where after this game I bought some new dice in the shop, and that didn't help. So even I, I was, I don't know what I've done. I don't know how to get these dice to roll under <laughs> leadership nine. <laughs> I was hoping you could pretend there were stomps because uh, your stomp rolls were the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah, that was horrendous. More on that. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Uh, the Phoenix is deployed in a line like this. Uh, one, two, three, four. I think there's a fifth one behind that. Um, yeah, that will be off the bottom tower. right. Yeah, sorry, bottom left there. Bottom by left. Because the idea was he put his cannons. Uh, you see where the, he's. Um, is, oh, that's a vampire account book there. Anyway, he's put his cannons are there. So the idea was I'll just easily fly over all this stuff, go into cannons, turn around and go away. No, uh, he's shot off the board. I think either turn one or two. The Reavers get shot by. I think it might have been arches or something like that. Fail a panic test, they're off immediately. Um, the uh, the Silverhelms, I thought, I don't want to go anywhere near that, really, because they can't do anything. So they just hung around in the middle, which actually saved me in the end. The Phoenixes sort of go... Let's have a look if I've got another picture of this, actually. Um, they go in the middle, but I'm like, I'm hedging, because I don't... You rapidly realise how... Monsters, the steadfast drill means you put a monster in with no support and no way to counter that steadfast. Yeah, they'll do a lot of damage, but that unit's not going to go anywhere. Well, and that you, and cannons is the reason you just don't see monsters particularly. Yeah. So the good, um, but their limitations are you start realizing them about 20 minutes into turn one. <laughs> I could do that, but. Then that yeah, that monster is stuck forever, and I've only got effectively well now four things that'll do anything, um, and no magic, and not really any, or no shooting because the reavers have cleared off. So like, what what do you do? Do do you expend your monsters? Or in, in reality, what I worked out by the end of this tournament is the thing to do is just go all aggressive, throw everything into one unit as best as you can, and hope for the best. Um, but I hadn't worked this out at this point. So they did some bizarre <laughs> charging into like, uh, I'll show you the next one. Um, one Phoenix sort of went up trying to get rid of some um, knights on the right flank. Um, this Phoenix with one anointed on went into the great swords. And the, he, he chewed through the unit fine, fine. But again, he's pinned there now. So the rest of them have got free reign. This other one, this is a, this is a, a brilliant example. This one on the left goes into the halberdiers. This guy's got crown of command, right? So I think, right, this unit of um, great swords is about finished. I'll kill all of them, and I'll be able to turn around. We might turn. I'll charge in with uh, with him on the right, and he can help out this guy. So it doesn't matter if I lose combat here because he's got crown of command. So I lose combat, 
um, fail the leadership test, and then he rolls something like a four, and he gets run down by a unit of um, Halberd- oh, well. Empire halberdiers. Like, so now you're two phoenixes down, uh, rapidly running out of things to do to, to fight with. Um, so he he does go into the side, like trying to continue this plan. He does kill the. BSB and a mage, I think. I think he kills a level two. Um, but I'm just losing phoenixes at like a, a rapid rate. Oh, that's that's a before picture. That's him going into the um, the great swords there. Uh, so it's not really going to plan. Uh, even if I didn't actually have that much of a plan. Um, so I think I'm left with about. I think I've got two phoenixes left at the end, if that, or maybe none. I can't actually remember how it ends. No, I must have had some because luckily I had more silver helms in the middle of the board and had a, a advantage on tokens that you couldn't come back on. So I got the 500 point th- um, objective at the end of the game and that made it a 10-10. Um, so otherwise that would have been, what, a 15-5, something like that? I can't work. It's 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 a hundred victory points per tournament point, isn't it? Something like that. It's uh, somewhere on that sheet. But anyway, I think all the characters died, or nearly all of them, in a trend that will become quite common. Um, I, I, yeah, that was the thing. The he managed to chew through all that, and they charged into the war wagon and did no damage. Uh, this, is, this is a phoenix against uh, a chariot made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is excellent. The phoenix has con- consistently bounced off everything throughout the, the tournament, which is another problem as, as you get more into how monsters work or don't, is if they bounce, you're finished. It's like they've got four attacks, the phoenix standard. Yeah, they're really strong and they've got high weapon skill. They can still fluff the rolls and there's no steadfast to rely on and there's no volume of attacks or rerolls to rely on. So I'm looking at like I've barely scraped a 10-10 by play, playing the objective. Remember, you know, I have learned something from previous uh, tournaments. You see, you're winning. <laughs> <coughs> so, yeah, that was um, that was a good game. He, I, I think he said he hadn't played in a while, the opponent, but... Um, it was a fun game, um, and I was rapidly learning things about my army that I should have learned through practice games, which I didn't uh, have. Yeah. So that was a 10-10 against the Empire. But I oh, really like... Hit me I better was, than me. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't go that... It doesn't continue on that trajectory. <laughs> I really like the army. I, I love um, uh, the war altar. And look how nice painted that yeah. is. It was a nicely painted empire. To be fair, there was a couple of really nicely painted armies there. There genuinely was. Um, and that, that was a nice empire army. That was nicely based. It was nicely painted. It was it was a nice empire army. It's about 50% of the way that I want my empire army to go, except it'll be turning up the light council while the Sigmar element to 11. There'll yeah, be no great swords. Flagellant. Instead of a bitch. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Sigma, but anyway, that was it. That was a 10 10 start. Which normally, what do I do? normally? I think I win the first game, lose the second, and then probably draw on the third. So, 
it wasn't as normal. Uh, so what was your game two? So game, game two, I had oh, a matchup that when I saw, I thought, oh. You can't swear. <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, you mother. So it was against, it was against Wood Elves. And one thing that monsters with absolutely zero armor save don't appreciate are lots and lots of wood elves that obviously I didn't know what he had at the time was but it, I could guarantee it was gonna be one of two. They would either have lots and lots of poison, which had been the worst case scenario, or the ever so slightly better case scenario hitting on threes without any monitor with constantly. Um, as it happens, he had a lot of true flight arrows hitting on threes all of the time. So he had nice. a couple of, couple of blo- several, several blocks of bloody blade guard constantly hitting on threes. So there was Adam, really good guy, really fun game. Um, he had some way watchers, I think. Uh, yeah, way watchers and two units of uh, wild riders. And then two level fours, one on shadow, one on high. Nice. Uh, yeah, good, good, strong combo. And he used his high mage with the ward save that he gets. Not well, the ward save, but the, the wound count. Yeah, yeah, which did play a massive part later in the game. Um, because not like jump too far ahead. Towards late game, my ghoul king on Terrorgeist charged the unit he was in, slaughtered about eight wounds. But actually, six of those wounds were just counters, and I didn't realize they don't count towards combat res. The counters saved wounds. So let me go yes. popped, which was <laughs> super upsetting and cost me a lot of victory points. So, anyway, game two, I, 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 I didn't, I wasn't looking forward to it in the fact that like, it was just a really bad matchup for an arm, like for an army that's relying on terror geists to do like all the cool stuff, and Manfred, who can just get shot off the board. Um, so this is the game where the person who got the most units scoring is inside their opponent's deployment zone got the extra victory points, but you yes. could ambush a unit. Oh yeah, because so, I'm really cool. I ambushed a unit of forty skeletons. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nothing says ambush like forty skeletons. When you think of tactical genius sneaking up on the uh, the enemy unawares, you always think of skeletons and. In big numbers. It was exactly that. So it was sort of a slight unusual deployment. So I put myself in there, hid, hid as best I could behind buildings and hills um, and prepared to try to get across the board and minimize the amount of damage I took whilst doing so. Where uh, was the ultimate aim. Um, so Adam was set up and like, to, to welcome, essentially to, to draw us in as you would as you would with with what else, and then counter punch with some wild riders and whatnot. Um, tone of this game really was that hitting on threes is a pain in the ass for me, not so for him. However, my terror tastes were absolute tanks. That's the one on sixes, that's the issue. To be honest, this matchup would have been a lot worse for me if he'd gone Hagbane instead of True Fight. Much, much, much worse. Because at one point, one Terrorgeist took 
I think it was about 38 shots. <laughs> he was on, was on one wound and he lived. That reminds me of the uh, Ogre special character from the... Well, yes, indeed. So, like, it was a it was a very swingy match, very, very close. At one point, I thought, this is going really well. Then he got better, and I thought, oh, my God, this is going really badly. Um, the biggest takeaway from this game is that if you're a unit of Wild Riders and you think you're good in combat and you think you want to go up against zombies, you're wrong. <laughs> because... My block of zombies in this game killed to a man one unit of wild riders, killed the other one unit of zombies. This is killed the other unit. Other, I didn't kill a man, that's a lie. I killed a couple, brought them in combat, but I also then chased them down. I then beat the second unit of wild riders in combat with the same unit of zombies, but I, and I missed chasing them down by two inches. Um, Manfred lived because the guy's a legend. Um, I did spirit leech something. Can't remember what it was, but I enjoyed doing it. Um, I lost a lot through shooting, um, and like I say, the big the big one that cost us several like a, a, a major win was losing the Ghoul King to that um, the Wood Elf High Magic tokens, which I just hadn't realised didn't count towards combat res, which was which was heartbreaking, to be honest. Um, however, I did. Would, would you believe when it came to getting scoring news inside deployments? I actually won that with VC. <laughs> I had a full a unit of zombies that was scoring in deployment. I had the ambushing skeletons in the deployment zone. And because my zombies are wild rider slayers, he had nothing in my deployment zone. Um, so even with the really big loss of the Ghoul King and the fact that by the end of the game, I think there was one terror guys left alive. Um, Manfred, because the guy's a legend. I took the second game with a thirteen-seven win, which, to be honest, I was over the moon with. Because looking at the two matchups, I thought it was going to be a fairly guaranteed loss to, with this list versus a lot of what else shooting. So I was very, very pleased with a thirteen-seven win. Yeah, so uh, if if you're taking, I mean, I don't play what else, so I don't know, but if you're going to take high magic. I would take the poison um, one because you've got potentially hand of glory to get your BS up. Yeah, it's probably a, like a fair shout to be honest. Um, which you used a lot on his way watcher, so they were constantly hitting us on twos, mm. which is a treat. Um, but though, still had to wound on sixes. Yeah, uh, yeah, I but, hit a lot, but you're but skipping a lot of sixes. Oh, he didn't. I was, yeah, I suppose it depends on rolling a six. It's just to get through that having to roll a six to wound, which is difficult. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be you're hitting so often. It's not that much more than rolling sixes to hit for poison. That's, uh, that, yeah, I'm not a wood elf player, so I, I don't know. That just poison is still better um, to a point. But no, it was a really good game. Like I said, I came away with a thirteen-seven win. Very pleased. I was not expecting it when I looked at the matchups with a like a Wood Elf. The amount of shooting and magic he had, I thought, "Oh, this is this is going to go badly." Well, that's. Uh, but I was very pleased. Very, very pleased. So you got away with that, I think. <laughs> I absolutely did. Uh, great guy, though. First time I've ever played Adam um, at an event, and I had a I had a really good game. 
genuinely was probably my game of the event. It was very, very swingy. Like at various points during the game, we were both on top. Uh, big calls from both ways, big plays, but a really good, intense game. I had a lot, of, a lot of fun. Very good. Uh, well, my game two was against Lizard Men uh, fighting Toby. Actually, this this was a, a fun game because he he drew against me. Like, oh no! Like you haven't seen how I've been rolling. <laughs> 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 Don't worry about this. There's my pile of new dice that I bought on the bottom uh, right hand side there. <laughs> uh, so this, yeah, this was the ambush. You get your people into the other end of the. Deployment zone one. So um, he had double slan, so maximum points there. Kind of beat a double slan. So uh, there's this. Oh, like a death, old fashioned seventh edition combo. Uh, no, he had life and light, which I thought was very interesting. Um, so uh, there's from uh, left to right, there's some uh, skinks on the extreme left. Uh, I think they're two salamanders there. Some more skinks. Then that's a block of Saurus with the light slan. Then there's an engine of the god Steg. And then there's a temple guard unit with the life slan in. Then the two there immediately. Because he's blunkered in Saurus, he's in the front rank. Yes, he is. That's, uh, that is not, I, I don't know how this goes. I can't imagine that goes particularly well for the slan. Um, you're forgetting how I'm rolling. But... Uh, and then there's some more um, salamanders on the opposite side there. Uh, this, you'll notice a slight change in my deployment. Where I just thought, fuck it. Put them all at <laughs> the front and go for it. Um, so there's the one, two, three. There's four phoenixes. No, there's five phoenixes there because there's one underneath the uh, the one on the left. So they're all there. Uh, there's the reavers on the right-hand side. And then there's the, um, what they're called. Uh, Silver Helms. So my plan here is um, try to take out some of the chaff with my chaff, uh, and then put all of these in one of them units. Don't doesn't matter which. Um, so what's the next photo? Uh, I think for turn one, I just move up as far as I can. Um, I think I try to charge the um, salamanders. Something happens with the salamanders where they um, kill two reavers, I think, and then I fail the leadership test and they go off the board, as is standard. Uh, common occurrence there. So this should be next picture. Yeah, yeah so the, the phoenixes all move up. I've decided to go for the one with the um, the normal saurus uh, because they won't be stubborn in the event that I kill enough of them to stop them being steadfast, whereas Temple Guard are always stubborn, aren't they? With a slan in? They are with a slan. Yeah, they become unbreakable with Croak, stubborn yeah. slan, but they don't confer that the Saurus or that as a big-ass block of Saurus, to be fair. It is quite a lot. Um, so, <laughs> they move up, uh, and then I think from there, I charge everything, and I think four of them make it in. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, so that's that's that was pretty good, but he plays this really well because he his light slan casts uh, speed of light and the other one, so it removes AS, ASF and their weapon skill 
10, 10. initiative 10. So these are all hitting on fours now and um, not rerolling the um, the anointed. So it takes them, uh, I think it's about two rounds before I can direct enough attacks on the slant to kill it and stop that cast. And then the life slant's casting the toughness spell, um, Flesh to Stone. So he does really well to... Like that's I'm thinking, yeah, this is brilliant. And actually, no, because I've got no magic defense at all, which is another critical flaw in this list. I'm sure when we come to the, the, the summary of how you enjoyed it or did not, that might, that might play a part. Yeah, so um, he's just casting whatever he wants uh, with a slam. So, yeah, they're good, really good spellcasters. So he's getting, in the turn they charge... Um, the turn, might even be the turn before, like pre, because it's obvious what's going to come next. Um, he's got all these buffs off, which mean I'm not killing as many as I, I should be. They don't lose combat, fortunately. And this is why I start rolling like one for me, thunder stomps and stuff like that. So that was um, unpleasant. Um, Karajian runs off at some point, I think. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, he fails a leadership test, leadership nine. Um, so I'm just trying to chew through that unit. Eventually it does pop and uh, I, I kill it all. Um, and then I charge into the uh, Engine of the Gods. Because at this point I'm thinking, I cannot get through that um, Temple Guard unit. It, it's, it's a write-off. Um, but because of the way it's ended up and the way it's pointing and the, the way the Engine of the Gods is interacting with this building here. There's no way for that to charge into this combat and help them out. So like that's that's a lost cause. I can kill everything else, but I'll have to leave that alone. And eventually that's what happens. So I, the engine of the gods again, I think that's is that four phoenixes into it? Doesn't kill it. Um another bounce problem with the phoenixes. Bloody hell. They maybe threes wounded on fours? Uh no, because he kept casting I think he kept casting flesh to stone on it. Ah. So, which I couldn't stop. Um, I think I get these skinks, I think flee, and, and Karajan makes some sort of double six thing to catch them. The um, Ripodactyls are the heroes of the game. They come in an ambush and they start chewing up the, um, I think they kill the Reavers and then they kill these, um, the, the frogs on them, silver helms there. So they kill them. They, they manage to get into the the uh, their target. Anyway, by the end of it, um, I win 16-4, I think it was. Um, but the, the Slan General uh, with the Temple Guard, they're all still alive. Um, so that's quite an expensive unit that's left. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, then that's a, a draw and then a solid win after two games. It was going okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't... More to come. More for... More <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's again. It's just like if your monsters bounce, if you can get a good spell off to counter one or other, like high weapon skill, high strength, um, because you haven't got the volume of attacks, it, it's it's that much more devastating to a, a monster strong list. Because um, really, what I was hoping was turn one in or when I charged obliterate everything massive thunder stomps kill it all in one go which didn't happen because he played well with the magic as well but you think thunder stomp would like four 46 thunder stomps 
I don't yeah, think. you'd think that would do the. You'd think that would do it. Yeah, but it just wasn't. Uh, I think I had to kill them to a man. I don't think they broke. Um, and then it was just like, yeah, well, I'll just have to make a wall with this. It actually worked out better for me that that combat um, didn't go anywhere with the ancient stake because it meant that the other unit couldn't get involved and they were just to one side and there wasn't enough game time left for them to come around the house and charge into the back. And did anybody get the objective? Did you get the objective? I, I got the objective. Um, yeah, because I had, I had more stuff in. He didn't have anything in my deployment zone, but I had phoenixes and all sorts in there. So it was an improvement, slight improvement. Um, it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Some crazy stuff happened. Again, more failing of leadership tests. I think, yeah, I think once, I think a skink shot, killed two silver helms on the on the far side of it, on the extreme right side. Uh, they immediately failed their leadership test and ran off the board. <laughs> and that was like turn one, I think. And uh, like, yep, that's I, how it's going to go. So, so we burst out laughing and I was just stunned. And I, yeah, it's, it's going to keep doing it then. Uh, right, strong. brilliant. You need to start playing an army that doesn't need to take LD tests. Uh, well, what's that? Un well, demons. I take. I've got a demon they, do, they don't take the tests. You keep failing, though. Mm, yeah, maybe. I'm not playing dwarves. I know they've high leadership. I just refuse. No, I, mean, I didn't see how to yourself for that standard. But yeah, that was the first time where, because I didn't really think about it, I just thought I'll charge everything in and hope for the best. And that apparently is the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, where is that one? So I'm just trying to load up your next game. Oh, so, game th yeah, so my game three Um was against that's the one was against dwarfs speaking of dwarfs <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah speak, speaking of the dowie um we all know real dwarfs worship a shoot and use magic true these are the dwarfs that betrayed their um these, these are the dwarfs that betrayed their kin and abandoned them and indeed indeed forcing them to turn uh, uh the, the the light of a shoot Anyway, propaganda aside, um, I was up against a dwarf list, which again I looked at on paper and thought, I, like, I don't believe it. Like I had high elves turn one that had a lot of shooting with Heckless. I had wood elves with like the world supply of shooting game two. I then get a dwarf list. I think, oh mother of God! Like we put arrogists, like just stop it, leave them alone. Um, so I was playing Alex with her in with in this game, and I will before I begin to tell you how it went, be like very open. One Alex was a lovely guy. We had a, a lovely. It was a nice game. However, Alex had never played Terror Geists before. Ah, right. Um, had never encountered what a Death Shriek does, and that you don't have any armor save against it. I assume that's going to become relevant quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, it was a—you had a massive block, as you can see the picture. There. You had a, a bolter on the left, I think it was there on the right, left of screen, an enormous unit of hammers that I looked at and went, "What the? What on God's green earth am I going to do with that?" 
um, then a organ gun, a unit of thunderers, I think there was, then a flame cannon, and then a block of like, long beards or something like that, I think, then a, a flame cannon, and then more thunderers. So we had one of like one of each war machine bar and a grudge throw. So we didn't have double cannon, double organ gun, nothing like that. To be fair, it was it was quite a. He had a combat dwarf lord mm. as well. Um, on shield bearers, um, like was that the unkillable one? I just did. Well, you know, you know what, you know what, what, what makes an unkillable dwarf lord killable? Death freak. You know, he doesn't have a ward save. Oh dear. You know, he also doesn't appreciate doom and darkness. No, you're a monster. <laughs> I think uh, so. Start off. I <clears throat> vanguarded me hex race forward. I've, yeah, that's the one. Uh, I've vanguarded me dogs forward, and then I just proceed to commence. Uh, like, he, he starts, naturally. He out-deploys me. Kills all of me dogs. Unfortunately, he does not kill all of my hex wraiths, and I have a solo hex wraith left. Oh, yes, please put that next one on. No, actually, not quite yet. Sorry, so I have one soul x ray left by the end of all these shooting. Comes to my turn, and because you can start quite far up the board compared to normal on this um, scenario, that you're only 16 inches apart. Oh, um, so you would just say what the scenario was. Yeah, uh, King of the Hill, you had, to cop, you had to capture some scenery. So, this hill with the in the middle right of the screen. Is the hill I had to capture. So as you can imagine, I plonked two hordes of two massive blocks of zombies on there, then sat them there for the entire game and captured it. So I I, I won the objective. Um I then proceeded to fly everything up um and proceeded to essentially scream off everything on the board. That looks horrific. Yeah, and to be fair, that, that picture really sums up uh, what happened. Um, like, Alex was a lovely guy. We had a genuinely fun fun game. Well, that's what uh, he told you. But... Yeah, he told us that. And, you know, I, I, it, when someone's never played against Terror Geists before and you tell them what they do and they look at you like you're, you're an idiot, and then they, they have to clarify, so there's no safe. And I think, no, no, I'm sorry. And it was all, it was like, one, things couldn't have been better for me. Like He hit with a cannon, wounded a terrorgeist, or he either rolled a one a wound, or he only did one or two wounds, and it was like, ah, oh, I'm just going to heal that up next turn. That's like that's no hassle at all. Like I, I flew straight up, screamed off, um, screamed the flame cannon, I think, off the board, and the Hulk, and the cannon in turn one. I think I panicked off a unit of Thunderers, killed the other unit of Thunderers. Like, as you can see, like to be honest, it, it nothing nothing went Alex's way at all. Um, we won solo Hector that was left alive, then charged into his organ gun, and eventually proceeded to just kill his organ gun in combat because there's no armor save and he can't do anything to it. Um, yeah, it was it was not a good game for Alex. It was a very it was a very fun game, but it was not a very pleasant game for for the dwarves to be honest. Um, like every that could have went well for me very much did um i also took the objective i killed pretty much everything barring some hammers by the end of the uh, game 
uh, and it was a resounding twenty nil victory to the the vampires. It was like very good game from a competitive sense, but it was it was brutal. And when someone's now played against Terragice or Deshries before, and then I rock up with four of them, and and a but you learn quick there, then won't you? <laughs> learn quick, and by this point, I actually remembered Manfred's rules. Um, and I think I, I think our spirit leached off a the Runesmith or the DSB or something like that. I definitely spirit leached off something because you know that's how I, I roll. Um, and I think I purple sun through his hammers as well. Talk uh, off about twenty four of them in one turn. So you weren't playing to make friends on this, then? You know, I'm always a love. I'm a, I'm a delight to play. Um, yeah, you do wish uh, to people, and people still vote. If you got like people's families held hostage somewhere, <laughs> they still vote for you for being like most sporting. But because because I'm, because I'm a nice guy, I don't like I, you. Don't the thing is the. I've been on the end of some horrendous 20 nil losses as well. And like, so you've just got to, it happens, it happens to everybody. And like, you can still play with a smile though, can't you? Like, well, likewise, it shouldn't you know, when, when you're saying, I'll tell you what, game. fella, you just read the rules for Death Shriek there. Meanwhile, I'll just send this purple sun through your initiative <laughs> one. Papers, and uh, we'll come back when you've read that paragraph. <laughs> Meanwhile, just fill in that slip for the most important. Yeah, if you don't vote me, I'm not releasing your family. Um, that's exactly how it goes. But no, it was a, uh, it was, it meant I finished game a day to day one on a high with a twenty nil win against Dwarfs, and I'd come, I played all three lists that were like on paper like quite nasty matchups, um, and got away with a, a small loss, a, a reasonable win, and then a, a resounding win. Yeah, so you got. You got over the ones you were concerned about. Yeah, yeah, to a point. Hmm. Well, uh, yes, that went well for me. To be to be fair. Um. Well, my game three uh, to end day one was against Stan, who, um, if we'd have messaged him earlier, might have been on this. But um, oh, never mind. I mean, when the, you can he appreciates that he's still. It was all a ploy, and he doesn't really. He doesn't really. Use Discord. He says that he's, he's on he's MySpace. There, I think he's there playing, playing my, He's there just making sure his MySpace continues to look amazing. Oh, what was that other one? Uh, Friends reunited. He's on that one. <laughs> anyway, so Stan has uh, a lot of goblins, as you can see. Now, it's a fair to say we on the on our drive from the northeast down to Cardiff. We 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 you and I were chatting about this list. And- we both said like neither one of us want to play Stan. No, this just was not an ideal matchup. Fanatics and man clans, like his list was <laughs> awesome. As we said in the, the, the pre recording, it's a shame we couldn't attend that or this one. His list is amazing. It's just night goblins. All night goblins, a couple of squid gobbers and squigs. Yeah. Uh squid gobbers are horrific if you know the rules. <laughs> um and they're stubborn, I think. Uh, oh unbreakable. Sorry, they're unbreakable. So you know, if you, you, I don't know if anyone else gets this, but if you sometimes in a tournament and you just like, you haven't lost interest, but you just feel despair at the start at the start of the. Uh, <laughs> I got it when um when I played, oh what's, what's he called, Alan's he's going to kill us that I've forgotten his name James Alan's friend. Oh yes, yeah, uh, with his uh, or gunline, yeah. And I got this when I um, played him at Triple Crown. 
and you just come up against something and you just you so like in your head that you you can't think your way around it and you just you just give up almost give up and i'm not saying that i just gave up and let stan won but win Uh, but you cannot think of anything and even the most obvious plays after like why didn't you do that i literally didn't think of it yeah and that sort of got me with this because it was the before Triple Crown, it was, um, it was, I don't want to play James's list, and I ended up playing it. And before this, like, I don't want to play Stan's list, and I ended up playing it. So if uh, he's not here, but if I was in a miserable mood or a bad opponent, uh, I apologize for that. But um, anyway, he lined up like that. I apologize. I lined up like this. Um, basically, the Phoenixes try to kill the Squid Gobbers because they're doing a lot of damage. Again, they just bounce off them. Um, the Doom Divers chip off wounds. Um, I, I want to avoid. There's a massive group of the. You know, he's. Um, Squid how many Doom Divers? Did he was, he sorry, only sorry, no, Pump Wagons. Sorry, oh, Pump Wagons. Yeah. Um, they come around, they hit Phoenix in the side. I think uh, that's like tied up there, just chips and wounds off. All the chaff dies. Um, the Squig Herd doesn't really do anything but like it stops me going in that direction because basically there's nowhere i can go without getting hit a charge or bogged down in a big clump of um goblins or shot to pieces or charged with um random movements pump wagons or anything and they go into the that block by the um squid gobbers um but they're so like they cannot really do much so it's just it's just chaos at the end like that that's what happens. So that, that phoenix is hitting the side. That phoenix has gone into, I think that's a pump wagon. That again, I think it just bounces off that. Takes me ages to kill one of these um, squid gobbers. The yeah, well, the toughest six or something. Yeah, are they? and unbreakable. So you've got to kill them in one go. Or they're they're they're, they're not they're not be sniffed out in combat either. Though, no, are they? like, they're, they're not they're not, not bad. Uh, you can't thunder stomp them, obviously. Uh, the, you see the fanatics are everywhere. They go all <laughs> everywhere. Um, I think I lose all of the uh, the chaff units and the um, what they called. Why can't I remember silver helms? I mean, it's my army. Uh, that that rooftop terrace there is where all the dead um, all the dead fanatics are hanging out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it just like. Outplays the list, ties them all down, charges into them, strips the wounds off, kills all the characters, kills the phoenixes. I think I, I had no phoenixes left at the end, um, and it was a nineteen-one loss. Um, and because he, he, again, magic, oh, the magic's it's not. De- I don't want to say devastating, but because you can't stop it, or it's it, you can only stop one spell if you're lucky. It all stacks up. Um, and Scarsnick's got that, is it 2d6 or d6 strength, 4 or 5? I want to say 2, but it's a, it's a nasty zap. Yeah, it is. It's a nasty spell, and it's it's, it's bound, I think it's like bound 5 or something. It's a cheap spell to cast, and that's just constantly putting on the pressure, chipping off wounds. They can't hold in combat. You've got a massive advantage in combat resolution. He's leadership 8, I think. Um uh, maybe he's, yeah, I think he is. So he's dishing out quite a reasonably high level of leadership, even if they did lose the combats, which they're not. Um, and I think he does kill everything. Um, I didn't have much left at the end of this. Uh, and what was the objective? Oh, it was capture the um, the terrain there, wasn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know what the result of that was. I'm assuming he he got it unless that combat lasted till the end and it was a tie on that. Because 19-1, I must have got a point somewhere. I thought it was 17-3. Oh, maybe it was 17-3. Oh, have I spoiled the next one? No, no, I haven't. This was 19-1. You've spoiled the next uh, <laughs> the next uh, battle. I mean, I don't want to upset you, but it was 17-3 because I'm looking at the scoring. Was it? Yeah, I'm, I'm logged into Tourney Keeper, which was a really good app that Chris used for the event. And it was 17-3. Oh, if I got... Oh, you submitted uh, scores and you've robbed start of two points. Have I got it the wrong way around? Yes, you've spoiled the next game. Oh, right, okay. We ignore all this, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> this is what you get for not preparing. <laughs> it's what we get for waiting so long yeah. after the event to uh, unfortunately record our thoughts on it. Right. I might we'll edit this out, I might not. <laughs> yeah, so it was a 17-3, as I was saying before. Um, yeah, it was. Now, now that I remember it, and you've confirmed it with the actual data. Um, I've got your back. Thank, thanks for that. I knew we were a good team. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, because I killed a couple of pump wagons, I think, at least one squid gobber, uh, and the fanatics, which aren't really worth much. So, yeah, it was a uh, 17-3, as I was saying earlier. Um, but that put me... <laughs> That put me in a bad, not a bad mood, but you know, like a, not despair, but on the on the edge of it, because yeah. it's like I had a real crisis of confidence in the list at this point. It was a bad way to finish game one for you, wasn't it? Day one for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't ideal, but like fin- finishing the day on a heavy loss is never good. No, um, and we'll talk about it after the summaries, but. There's other reasons why this feeling of like, hmm, no, this isn't great, um, came about. But anyway, uh, after day one, we went into Cardiff and experienced Place Savage. Place savage. Monsters. Monsters, if anyone listened to this, is from Cardiff. He was a savage, savage people. We do have to go back to Cardiff next year, so... They'll still be savage. They know. They're probably okay with it. I'm sure they'll be fine. Welcome and savages, but savages nonetheless. <laughs> but no, we did go out. Caught up on it even was a good laugh. It um, was, yes. Kind of really good burger place. And we went to the, the, t- the castle. That was just really nice. Yeah, we had a walk around the castle. It was lovely. And we like, we spent a couple... We were in Tiny Rebels uh, Bar. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, that's a really nice brewery in Wales. Like, do check it out. It's lovely. Other breweries are available. Oh, you're sounding like um, Steve from Mountain Miniature Gaming there. I mean, uh... Uh, other, other, other YouTubes are available. Uh, but no, like, it was a good, it was, yeah, good night. And then we went into day two. And who were you playing on day two? I was playing, I started day two playing Beef and his Skaven. Which should appear now. Um... So this was this scenario was was the um, attacker defender scenario where you had offset deployment zones. So uh, the def- attacker could 
deploy further on the flanks, the defender could employ further in the centre. Oh, this was like um, it was a U shape for the defender, wasn't it? Or yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, an inverted U for the defender and a, a U for the attacker type thing. And before the game, you had to nominate three scoring units, and if you killed those three scoring units, you got the five hundred victory points. Um, and beef had three units of 20 clan rats and then a massive horde of storm vermin with the screaming bell in it. So unsurprisingly, the three units I had to kill to get the victory points were three blocks of 20 clan rats. Or slaves or like whatever they were. Three blocks of rats that were only 20 big. Um... So he, he set up there. I was um, sort of backed up on the left with the, the two, the block of skellies and the, the block of zombies you can see bottom left. They are two of the scourges he had to kill. The other one was the one on the right hand side, um, which is a little, there was a lot less threat over there. I vanguarded up my dogs at this, on this photo. I vanguarded up the hex wraiths uh, for some shenanigans. Um, and a couple of the terror guys are hiding behind a hill. One side behind the building. So he had two warp lightning cannons. He had a doom wheel, uh, a hell pit. So a lot of plague sensor. Um, plague mortars, the little ones that, that attached to the weapons team one. Um, oh, yeah, the uh, poison wind mortars. That's the ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they can see level four grace here. Uh, it was good, fair, good, good list. I managed to hide. So each. I managed to deploy so that each warp lightning cannon could only see one of me hex rate, one of me uh, terror geists, or he could see the hex rate, one of them. Um, and I think Beef went first and um, proceeded to get really aggressive. He just marched that unit of. Storm that horde of storm them in the in the bell like straight at us. I might even went first, but on his first turn, that's what happened, and it was it was like, oh my god! Like I'm once again not one hundred percent sure what I'm going to do about that horde. Because you can afford to be aggressive with the unbreakable horde of storm vermin. Yeah, and to be honest, again, this list isn't designed to be able to kill hordes unless I get good with magic. But they do have magic res because of the bell. Um, so at one point I did spirit leech the Gracer. Did about five wounds, and then he's got a four at warden MR two. <laughs> so he just saved all. So yeah, he, he had like it's a two. Kind of the world dragon rat then. He had two at ward against spirit leech. I was like, oh, that's that's hugely upsetting because instead of doing instead of killing them with the spirit leech, I did no wounds. I wonder why I let it through. I was like, ah, oh, spirit leech. He's like, yeah, and just shrugged at us like. Uh, oh, okay. Um, but as it happens, I think it was then. Then it went so that he he came across. Uh, I threw. I think hex wraiths flew over. Like flew over his um, hell pit. Did four wounds to it, which was a, a great start. And then it also couldn't come back. So it had taken some fiery. Uh, They're flaming, wounds. aren't they? Hex wraiths. Yeah. Um, but it meant obviously the hexes then opened to the doom wheel, uh, whether it was shooting or charge like for, for its shooting attack, uh, which was which was could have been nasty. Um, 
But as it happened, that left flank, my left flank with the you see the, the two terrorists on Bainbad Hill. By the end of turn two, it really proceed to um, have its way with that left flank of the Skaven. Uh, I kill. I very. I quite quickly kill the. Um, help it the doom wheel the unit of Gisele and the walk lightning can on that flank and then i've got just dominance of that left side and the right side are van me vanguard and um dogs he doesn't manage to shoot off in turn once and then then they make a turn two or, or my turn one possibly even uh charge of about 17 inch charge a massive charge into his walk lightning cannon and proceed to kill that. Right. So very, very game early. I'd eliminated both cannons, the Doom Wheel, the Hell Pit. So the only big threat left to us was that massive horde of Storm Vermin and, and the Grey Sayer. Um at one point obviously I was quite happily dancing around these buildings and hiding behind it. Um to to avoid this big unit of Storm Vermin. I think it was his turn three. Uh things like shit goes down and he he rings the bell rolls whatever it is it rolls and it it casts cracks call in an 18 inch bubble which which is just outrageous and what it does it destroys building within 18 inches essentially <laughs> so all of the buildings i was hiding behind to disappear and i'm like oh bollocks <laughs> this could this could get nasty because now the gracie has got line of sight for all of these like spells oh yeah 360 line of yeah, exactly. And the poison wind mortars that just always do a wound on a five or a four, depending how it's on, you're under the template, can see what they're shooting at. So they're gonna, they're not gonna scatter off, um, which does play a part. However, in this turn, what also happens is the Grisaya miscasts, blows up uh, with a big template, and then proceeds to get sucked into the warp. See, it, it's always guaranteed. That's how you play Grey Seers. And I was the happiest man alive. <laughs> at that point, there was essentially, other than chipping off wounds with poison wind mortars, which you did do, essentially, like my terror geists could have their wicked way by flying around the board and screaming off unit after unit after unit collectively. Um, so I did get the objective, and I did kill almost everything. Uh, Baron, I think Baron, Baron, that unit of storm vermin, they were still left at the end of the game, and uh, it was a it was a nineteen one win to the VC. He killed a, a, uh, I think the Terrorgeist, the Terrorgeist with the Ghoul King on it, and the Ghoul King, I think, um, and a unit of zombies. And I think I'd think I'd, I'd table the rest. Baron, the storm vermin, um, really good game against Beef again. Like he's a, he's a stand up chap. Um, plays the game the right way as well. Like we both just wanted to have a good time, and we've, it was very much playing like this is the intention. I, I want to be this distance away. We've got movement to do it. We didn't mess around like measurement to the ninth degree or anything like that. It was it was really played well in a good spirit. Um, like he had a, a, a huge laugh when his grace hair went down. He's like, "Oh well, that's uh, that's the end of the game." I was like, "Oh, that's not gone well." I was like, no, no, it hasn't. Um, but like, we all we had a good laugh on the, the mass cast crack, cracks goal. He giggled when he let Spirit Leech through in our 
then realised why I let through. <laughs> Laughed at us, especially for how much I love Spirit Leech. Uh, but yeah, it was a really, really good game once again, but very a very good game from a competitive sense and an outcome for the VC. Like a 19-1 was a really strong win. Again, against the list that I looked at and went, oh, that's going to cause us some serious problems. Uh, so, yeah, um, good to get rid of the cannons early oh, on. Game changer. It just lets have free reign. Although it's rare that the opponent kills the cannons for Skaven. Usually they just... Oh, to be fair, I, yeah, he, to be fair, actually, I didn't have to kill one of the cannons. He blew up in turn one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, on that left flank that I then dominated, he blew his cannon up on turn one, which was which was a delight. Uh, well, my first game of day two uh, was against the Ogres, and you, you, if you've paid attention, you may know how this ends. I'm not editing that out now because that joke won't make any sense. Uh, anyway, um, so he's got the uh, what's it called? The Iron Gut Bus with the General, and he's got a Slaughtermaster. He's got one on Heavens as well. I think he's got level two on Heavens in the um, Ogre block there. And these are the Iron Guts with the Great Maw and the General. And then some Mornifying, the Chariot with a Cannon on. Um, he's got that big, I don't even know what that is, it's the big thing with the the harpoon on it. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, the uh, Thunder Tusk. That's it. And he's got some uh, man-eaters as well, which uh, I always think man-eaters are quite cool. Um, so I deploy uh, mostly on my um, right-hand side. Um, the phoenixes are like in that U shape. So the goal ups first turn um there's a unit of lead belchers um they're at the top of that picture now they're a bit further forward at the start um so i charge a phoenix into them uh, beat them in combat they run away the phoenix runs runs from like a four to run them down so doesn't manage to do that that was the first strong. error strong yeah brilliant um they rally then the phoenix goes back into them and then chases them off so that takes longer than i hope it would the faces start sort of coming to the side, and then it, I don't know, I just, you know, again, I just sort of lost me, um, I just couldn't think, I, just, I lost all sort of ideas and stuff. He was saying at the end of the game, I think it's probably about this point, there was a time where I could have thrown three phoenixes into that block of um, ogres by the house, and they were just chewed straight through them, um, and I just missed it. I, I, oh... Um, that, was, that was the game plan before the game, before this match. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, so his level two on Heavens was really good with, um, not Chain Lightning, Thunderbolt, because it's got massive range and it's strength six. So that was, I think it killed. Yeah, you then get the cheeky little uh, extra hits against Flying. Yeah, they're uh, good as well. And um, it's 26 is the wound, but like, it chips off wounds though, doesn't it? Yeah, and uh, it kills... Uh, Karadrian in like turn one or oh. two so he's dead straight away um, and then it's chipping wounds off the feet so the phoenixes are all pretty beat up by turn three um, the reavers get charged by 
the no, they get burnt to death by the. He's got a fire belly as well, so yeah. they get flamed by them. <laughs> they run off. The um, silver helms have a duel with the man eaters. They lose that because why wouldn't they? Um, this, yeah, <laughs> uh, this. Uh, I think yeah, that phoenix gets. I'll show you the next picture. Phoenix gets charged by the uh, Mornfang, kills one, but then it's the other Phoenix gets charged by the gut bus and the chariot. It, it, the chariot. The Phoenix fails to kill a chariot in like fails to kill and break the chariot, uh, which well, you see it. a chariot. But it's not like it's not a chariot. Like yeah, it. it's a cannon, but yeah, it's got a. But still, which, which lets it get charged by the. Um, Gut bus there. Um, so that Phoenix is finished. Uh, where are we next? Uh, I'll just show you. This is the, the most... So this is going very badly. Um, and as spoilers, I lost it 19-1. But the, the way I get the point is this um, anointed here, suicide charges this unit from like, I don't know, like a 10 or an 11-inch charge. He makes the charge. He... Um, he does. I think he wins by one uh, point. They fail twice, and he runs them down and kills them all. And then, there's <laughs> uh, a finally one of the, one of the, something's come really good. Yeah, and um, in the other combat, he pushes these general to the front. And uh, where is it? I don't know. If, no, I haven't got it picked. It anyway. The other combat, he pushes these general to the front. So I just thought the Phoenix is dead anyway. So I target everything at the. Um, general and kill him. I'm like, oh, that's good. So that's the two up, the two positives that come out of it. And that hero suicide charge, mowing him down, and then I kill the general. But it's it's not enough. Um, and obviously, uh, I assume Thomas got the the objective. Yes, as well. he got the objective. So it was a crushing nineteen-one defeat. Um, Console yourself that without the objective, you would have only lost seventeen-three. Oh, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just... been why people vote for us as good <laughs> opponent. I wouldn't. But no, no, because you're, you're not a nice person. I've won one most sporting award, so learn from that. Uh, but again, because he's so magically dominant, he was able to get off Thunderbolt turn after yeah. turn after turn, get off his regen turn after turn. Plus one strength, plus one toughness, isn't it? For a toothcracker, plus one strength. Yeah. So all of these buff spells that make your strength six monster less effective, he was able to get them off. Um, and like he said at the end, look, there was that bit where obviously you're not, you don't tell someone in the middle of a, a tournament game, you, you don't want to charge this unit. But he said, yeah, I, I, said, I just didn't see it. Um, yeah, if that happens like in the middle. Whilst you're playing, you know you you miss opportunities. Uh, it, it, it's a game. It, it, it is what it is. But I enjoyed the game. Um, it's just it, the more you play this list, like you're taking a meme list for a laugh, and then you haven't thought through the realities of what it's going to be like to play it. Um, but... Is it safe to say that you found that quite frustrating? <laughs> well. I'll talk about that at the end, but pretty much yes. Um, so I opened day two with a crushing loss, um, but I, I don't know. It was 
It was good. It, it just like I felt in the middle of the game. Like I, I had a, I know what I wanted to do at the start. I wanted, yeah, you got to kill the rain and stuff. So you go up for the lead belches and come round. And then at the mid game, I just felt like they're just all in the middle. I, I haven't got any ideas. I'm getting charged. I can't dictate the terms of what's happening. And then at the end, it was like, well, I'll just sho- shove him in. Oh, that worked. Like, why weren't you doing these charges at, 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 at turn two or three? Why have you come up with this at like turn five or six? Yeah. Um, so I was just like annoyed with myself, really. But um, yeah. that's the way the game goes. It's so it that impotent anger when you know you've made some errors and there's not yeah. when you can do anything it's, about it. Yeah, and it's too late to go back and you can't, you can't really recover. But um, uh, so, yeah, that was it for the start of, <laughs> start of day two. Not a good way to start. Um, so we'll skip over that one. Sorry, sorry, Thomas, for skipping straight over your bit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you beat me. You beat me fine. You know. Next, move on. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, that was the worst. Uh, more spoilers. That was the worst I got beat um, all tournament. So I wasn't yeah. actually. I wasn't twenty nil. But no, no, near enough. Like me one. Uh, so your last game my final game I finished the event how I started the event and by that I mean I had another high elf techless list techless sandwich oh yeah my weekend was a techless sandwich so I deployed it was it was a bit like is it meeting engagement diagonal yeah and again there was two markers that you had to get a scoring unit on top of um, to secure the target, and if you did, you got victory points. Um, like spoiler alert, I I I get the objective, so it means I actually won the object. I got the objective in all five of the games, which did have an outcome. Um, so I can I deployed sort of quite spread to get, but mainly in the like my right corner and the far left side of the game, the table so absolutely zero gameplay. Um. John, who I've played, I think every both times I've been to Cardiff now, um, he he castled in the corner with Teclas. He's a couple of bull throwers, um, a big unit of Sea Guard, unit of Bowman, a big block of White Lions, which had a had the Banner of the World Dragon in them. Uh, Teclas in a bunker of and Teclas in that unit of uh, White Lions. Yeah, Cardiff as well. He had Corhill, he had Caradri uh yeah, he had Corhill. I think he had Caradrian as well. I think he had Caradrian. Yeah. Yeah. But because they both the opposite unit better, Corhill was in the Phoenix Guard and Cadrian was in the White Lions. Makes sense. Swap duties for the day. Isles, honestly. <laughs> so and then again he technically could pick whatever bloody cells he wanted. So once again it was can I can't Obviously, by this point, I actually know what the hell's going on with Manfred, and I've remembered my rules like on multiple occasions. Like I'm not an absolute moron. Um, so I get up, like I quite get quite aggressively right right flank with a, the, one of the Terrorgeists, the Ghoul King on Terrorgeist, and the Hex Wraiths. Uh, Manfred spends the game essentially hiding on that picker there. You can see there's a building just poking in the bottom right hand corner. Oh, yeah. Manfred spends most of the game hiding behind that building so he can't get shot. Makes sense. Uh, was spirit leeching. 
and other like buffs and shenanigans. Um, the reptiles be, can't beat it. Yeah, like, things get shot off. Um, are and the other target flies up the left, the left flank. Um, I park unit of zombies on one of the objectives and leave them there the whole game. The other block ends up going into combat into the flank of the so the he charges i think he charges me or he has to come forward and the the phoenix guardian we end up in combat with the ghoul king on the terrorgeist he then proceeds to feed uh the unit champion to the ghoul king uh who obviously slaughters him and i i win on combat res but he he's st- he steadfast he then feeds his core hill, who the Ghoul King obviously also slaughters, but he's steadfast. And then the then the goo, then the unit of zombies plows into the side of the Phoenix God, and I annihilate the Phoenix God. What? Um, which you know, I'm not gonna lie, just feels good on a personal level. And at that point, that 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 unit of zombies then goes and holds the second objective, whilst I then try to get me Ghoul King up the side. Meanwhile, Teclas has killed the Terrorgeist on the on my left flank. The other Terrorgeist has taken off the bolt throwers and the Archer. No, not the Archers. The bolt throwers. Teclas then kills him um, with magic slash shooting the Ghoul King on his Terrorgeist. So then flops up, doesn't die, and then eventually goes to hide behind the house. Um... I do get a combo charge of two two zombies into the white lions and he has doom and darkness on him and I'm like yes <laughs> sweet sweet glory however he then rolls double one for his panic test and they stick I then don't get doom and darkness off again and the white lions then proceed to absolutely slap the living crap out of the zombie unit at the front and then turn around and proceed to start slapping the the skeletons but they don't get it done before the end of the game. By the end of the game, Teclas is miscast. Doesn't kill himself, I don't believe. No, he's a liar. Oh, no. No, he doesn't kill himself, but he's a level zero wizard. He miscasts three times. He miscasts three times in five turns. Turn one, miscasts, cracks the staff. Turn two, or whatever, the second miscast loses one spell. I was like, bloody hell, like, he's just... Even when he's miscasting, I can't kill this son of a bitch. And he miscasts again and drops to a level zero wizard. And at that point, I'm like, ah, 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 ah magical dominance. You that's what Man- that's what Manfred likes. You can't cast if you level zero, can you? No, you got you've lost all your spells. Yeah, well, he's got eight so though, hasn't he? So at that point, I was like, yeah, this is this is a delight. Um, it's game on. Um. And I could then come out get a little bit more aggressive, but at the same time, things were on low wounds, and I didn't. Didn't want to get shot because there was still Seaguard and some Bowmen there. Uh, and because Teclis' unit was locked in combat with the skeletons, it meant I couldn't spirit leech him off either for the points. Uh, and he was also in Man of the World Dragon. Um, but I did get both objectives and I finished that with a, a 16 4 win. Uh, I think. 16-4. Uh, sorry, 14-6 win. Sorry, a 14-6 win. So good solid win again on a on a on a challenging a challenging matchup. 
especially after having got beaten off Texas in game one. And it meant I'd, although I'd lost game one, I then went and won the next four games. So it went really well in that regard. Win and again, after win. Uh, played John a couple of times. Always a good game. Uh, plays him, again, the right spirit. Good guy, with the exception of the fact that he plays high elves. But like you people are, you people are disgusting who play high elves. Yeah, but apparently John can make uh, leadership tests. So, uh, well, he did this. To, I mean, he didn't the first time we played. The first, the last time we played, he failed the leadership test with his <laughs> with his, <laughs> his um, big rock of Phoenix garden. I chased them down and caught them, which was a treat. Um, I was a terror test. Actually, he failed. Oh, no, couldn't because the course. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a fourteen fourteen six win. And and a really, like, a really good end of the, the tournament for me. Well, I also fought High Elves at the end of the tournament. Um, oh, yes. So ah. this was... Um, it was Block of Phoenix Guard with the L'Oreal in. Um, unit of Silver Hounds, Unit of... Spearman, a Phoenix, I think it was two bolt throwers, and uh, some Reavers, I think. Um, so I don't know what I think going into this, like because dishing out ASL, I thought, well, that sort of counters out a lot of the high elves' advantages. It's like mirror matches counters all the advantages, really, as high elves. Um, so uh, I lined up the phoenixes on the that's not a very good photo but for some reason i haven't taken very many of this one so i line up all the phoenixes and the um there's a unit of silver helms at the top where that uh, dies just to the right of that um forest there and uh my opening move is to charge those silver helms um with one of the phoenixes and i don't want to go too far into it but there's a rules dispute with the other player and in you know, you dish out um, sportsmanship awards for the for the best. Really, it's usually for the best game you've had or, or whatever. But in this case, um, we couldn't agree uh, on the interpretation of the rules. Uh, we called over the TO, who made a decision, and then everyone just got on with it. And I'm like, well, that's exactly how it should be done. Yeah, it's exactly that. Like, if there's a genuine disagreement, as long as it's done in the right way, and like no one's trying to get like nasty or aggressive and like. It, you just it, it, yeah you, it, it was the and the TO makes a decision yeah because it's it's easy when you're not when everyone agrees with everything but when you're playing someone who doesn't agree and then it's yeah I accept the decision move on that's like that is really good sportsmanship I thought so I gave um, I think he was called John uh, sorry if you're listening um, I gave him his most sporting award straight away because it's like well yeah that's it's easy to give them out when nothing bad happens, but when there, yeah, no, when there is something that happens, then you fully deserve. Anyway, but they the, the high elf edition they fail. I am able to make that charge. They fail their leadership test and run off the board like this guy knows my pain. <laughs> this this high elf uh, leadership issue is obviously not just limited to myself. Um. So anyway, the um, I think I. I try to charge. Yeah, I go into the his phoenix with my phoenix, and uh, I think my phoenix loses actually because that phoenix, his phoenix comes down past that house, and I thought, you know, fuck it, I'll just have to pin it with something. So I charge the silver helms into it. 
The Silverhelms tie that Phoenix up for about three rounds. Um, I don't know how they did it. They kept passing the leadership test. They, you couldn't get a wound on them. They were making their own saves. Like, what, what's happened to these Silverhelms? They've pulled it out of the bag at the last game, having done practically nothing for the rest of it. Um, so they deal with that. This big block of... Uh, there we go. That's his block of uh, Phoenix Guard. So I think it's turn two or three... I think at this point I've got to go for it um, because they come out of position. They're sort of lined up with, next to the uh, spearman and they're next to a, a hill with the bolt throwers on. So um, I charge... He's got a unit of dragon princes of uh, 10 of them and I've got five silver helms. Uh, and at that point it's my turn. So I thought, it's charge or be charged. They might do something, they might not. Charge into them, throw them away. Because um, then at least you're getting the strength five uh, rather than yeah, get the strength five. Uh, my unit of reeve, 10 reavers sort of goes round the left-hand side of the, the board up towards the hill, which is in the top left-hand side with the bolt throwers on. They take ages to get round there. Uh, nothing really happens on that side. So um, the phoenixes go uh, into the um, phoenix guard in an ironic ending. Um, and... I think it takes about two turns to two full game turns to just stomp them into nothing. And the amount of ward saves he failed was actually painful. Um, Cause Alariel's in there on life and oh. um, so regen and um, uh, what's it called? Uh, regrowth. Sorry to, to bring them back up, but I can stop. Like yeah. now the, the Phoenixes are actually turned on. So, <laughs> so they're actually making good thunderstorms and they're, they're hitting things. Um, unfortunately, I have to kill the Ever Queen with, uh, with that Phoenix on the top left-hand side. I felt awful about that. Um, but you can't use her anymore, Vince. No, that's, that, she doesn't die. She just has to have a lie down. Um, <laughs> the These two Phoenixes, where are we? Uh, they stomp these down in about two turns i think and turn around go into the phoenix guard um the bolt throwers die to the um reavers uh i think i kill the well i, I kill all of the phoenix guard all of the spearmen i get the um bolt throwers the dragon princes kill my uh silver helms turn around charge into the rear of the um, phoenixes but by then there's not much there's nothing left um the phoenix guard had gone after about a turn they start taking damage they run away they got run down um and at the end there is there's i think there's this phoenix that, no this phoenix gets his phoenix gets charged by two of my phoenixes it lasts longer than i think it would and then it eventually gets uh it breaks and runs and gets mown down uh i then put my Reavers on top of the objective, which you can see there. It's my objective from the narrative event. Uh, the crossed uh, Phoenix Guard polearms there. Yeah. Uh, so they land on top of that, claim the objective, and um, it's a 20 nil. Um, but he had some horrific rolling on the Phoenix Guard. Like I was actually wincing because, like, when you you've, if you play high elves, you've been there when you're like, this is a four ward save, and they're not making any of them. <laughs> And it's horrific when that happens. Um, and he had some really unlucky 
rolls with magic. Um, and at one point, because he'd done something, he'd done, I forget what it was, he'd done the magic in the wrong order. Oh, yeah, he didn't know that you couldn't cast with more than six dice. So he'd done something in the wrong order. He wanted to eight dice something. So I just said, we'll, we'll just redo the magic phase um, because I think that was the fairest way to do it, which is fine. I'm not, it's more fair to do that than um, cancel the phase. That's that's, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's a nice gesture to be fair because like, mistakes happen. Yeah, well, it's not like, yeah, it's not like, know, they don't know. it's no advantage. It's If it's the rules, you know, if the rules are not right, you can correct them and just reset it. It's fine. But he had some horrendous magic rolls, and if the ward save situation had been different, um, he wouldn't have lost steadfast so quickly. But he didn't have the ban of the world dragon, so the phoenix's magical attacks um, could kill him, Ariel, uh, because she only grants a five up non magical um, attack ward save. So I could have killed Ariel. I worked out I could have killed Ariel one turn earlier. But I thought, well, I'll go for combat res in case the Phoenix Guard can break me on um, uh, static res. Should it, have still killed Lariel because, frankly, she deserves it. Does not. Didn't feel very good about that at all. That filthy elf whore deserves everything she gets. <laughs> That's Marathi you're thinking over there. Um, it's in person, aren't they? No, 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 no. One's Cher. That's Marathi. And the other's um, Kylie Minogue. That's what Lariel uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I think everything is dead. If not everything, nearly everything. And I get the objective, so it's a 20 nil. And I think I got something like 3,000 something victim. Um, wow. Big win of big, big end. So big it was end. a big end. But I mean, I, I can't take too much credit because the dice gods just abandoned them. And you should make more like the thunder stomps were going up. He was like when you just roll and you just like there's one. <laughs> oh, I get that. It's fair to say, but like it's a dice game. And it, it, it is all, a dice game. And the saddest part is we've all been on the we've all been on the receiving end. And I've been there. For like, will, you, you, will Assyrian just turn this ward save on? You know, like, well, have these all seen their death at the same time? What's going on here? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough swallow. Tough pill to swallow, isn't it? But when that, yeah, that happens. yeah, but like if it had been another player with a different attitude, it could have been a really horrible game where you're just like, can this end? Now? Yeah, but it wasn't. Um, it was not to be fair, that's, that's a good point. Now, like, that, that's probably exactly what I would go back to my game three with Alex. Like, it, it, it could it, that sort of thing could easily be taken the wrong way by someone if they don't play the game the right way, yeah. So I had no problem straight away giving the um, most important points to um, game five. Um, and that was it. Um, so did you finish on two, two, two wins, two, two losses, draw. one draw? Exactly balanced. Exactly balanced as all things should as be. All things should be. Um, and to that end, I won the most average player award. <laughs> <laughs> and your new nickname of Mr. Average. Mr. Average, which was a very... I've got them here. It's a very exactly nice... Very nice set. Players. Yeah, bang in the middle. And I got a very nice set of um, glass. Uh, they look like uh, D&D dices. Yeah, they, they, they were a lovely set of uh, dice, to be fair. I was a little bit jealous. Well, you didn't make me that jealous because you came... I came third. third. Yes. So yeah, I came third. It was really lovely. Uh, I got a really lovely wooden shield as a as a trophy, which is which is ace. And when I eventually uh, actually get me given properly 
put together. That'll go up on the wall. It was it is lovely. As all the prizes from Carter Four was all like Chris runs an event that's always well supported. Oh, yeah, with, the prizes are amazing. That table was full of them. Yeah, and I also won best in race vampires, um, which was which 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 felt really good. It was tight um, for a time between you and other was, Scott, wasn't it, it? It was really tight for a while between me and Scott. To be honest, going into game four, we were. I think he was about four points ahead of me or something like that. It was very, very close. Um, very close. But unfortunately, I had a really good day too. And he didn't. He didn't. No, he had a terrible game day. Four, game four, he was against the Empire Light Council list that won the event. Well, that's how uh, it goes. Light Council versus Hex Race never goes well. <laughs> no, because he had a big uh, unit of 10, didn't he? Or- yeah, the unit ten and unit seven, like really yeah. cool list, Manfred list as well. Um, Banished. Yeah, I was really, I was really pleased to take best best vamps, and I was obviously I was over the moon to finish third. Uh, and I also came joint top on sportsman votes, yeah, which yeah, yeah. I, I can only say thank you to all me, like the people who I played. Like I had, I had five really, really excellent, really good fun games. Um, that was joint with with Toby who. We need to split a voucher for which was which was cool again a lovely another lovely sort of prize from from Cardiff. Uh, Toby took the shield and so I got one for finishing third. Uh, and then and also to round out Stan also came best in race with goblins. He did, yeah. Um, so it was a very successful trip by the team. Um, but you know, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not nice to win. It's lovely to win. I wish I'd came first for the sword. Um, the dice. Bags that the guys who won best painted and stuff got were really cool, um, like really lovely, really lovely prizes. But it was a cracking event. Well, uh, I, I think it's harder to yeah. get exactly in the middle than it is to win. So, really, is it indeed? Yeah. Is that what you're going with? It's hard. It's ha- 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 it's very difficult to get bang in the middle. Right. So, you're exceptionally average, <laughs> is what you're saying. I'm uh, ex. Yeah. Stunningly average. Stunningly average. <laughs> um, so, no, event was great. I'm obviously very pleased to finish third. What did you, with that in mind, then what did you make? Or how would you summarise your list? What's your, what's your feelings? Did you enjoy the the meme? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, it's so, like, I love magic and it's gotten on and shooting is so handy and it's gotten on and this didn't detract from how much I enjoyed the event at all. I'm not saying that, but it was a chore to play it because but you're saying it's the first and last time you ever taken that five phoenixes. I won't be taking game. I won't be taking that again um, because once you get over the oh, it's got five phoenixes. Yeah, but it's got that's all it's got, all it's got. and it's not. It's not very. I didn't find it particularly fun to play. And I didn't find it particularly interesting to play uh, yeah. because you've got one tactic: you either charge or you float about and get picked off. Um, so I tried it. I'll not be trying it again. Are you glad you took it? Yeah, I, I am glad to try it because it's, it's nice to because enjoy it. It's, it was very a completely different, really out there, really weird, skewed. List. Yeah, it, it's because I was normally I would just take to TC uh, to um, GTs. I just take the Alario list, but I thought I'll, I'll try 
because they've got the 50% Lords of Heroes things, I'll just see what ludicrous stuff I could take. And uh, I probably should have taken it a bit more seriously. But I uh, don't regret it. Um, but I've learned that uh, I'll not be playing it again. Certainly not in a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of your screamy Manfredi list? Uh, really enjoyed it, to be fair. Like, I actually really loved my list. Uh, the, the addition of Manfred made the list much better and much better to play because uh, once I remember these rules the guy's just a magical powerhouse having a law master of vamps and a law master death with LD10 and I had him on a fly and mount so as long as I kept him safe he was okay which is easy to do when he flies and with infinite height hills and buildings yeah that's a big advantage and he didn't die in a single game impressive I think all my characters died in every game. Really enjoyed the list. Um, it was a nice way to finish with me VC for a while because I'm I'm parking them. They're going to get put on a shelf in my gaming room, and I won't be using them for quite a while now. Uh, so it was a, it was a lovely way to sign off with the VC for a while. Yeah, third's pretty good. It's not average, but you know, nothing. Ah. What is? Oh. Only, only one person can be, though, Mark, isn't that right? <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> there can be only one. You're essentially the ultimate Highlander. Um, but yes, I had a great time. The fact that I didn't really like my list doesn't detract from it being a, a great that's event. How good, how good an event it was. Yeah. That you didn't particularly enjoy, but the, the, the event itself, you still had a good time. Yeah, and I hope the fact that I was not enjoying my list didn't impact on any of the opponents and enjoying their games. I hope it didn't. But um, for Cardiff Crusades 2 or 3 or whatever it is next year, I won't be bringing that. But I'm thinking about something a bit different, something maybe involving a Star Dragon and an Archmage. Don't know. Might be thinking about that. Bit of testing. Well, I was going to say much closer to the time after we've tested and actually played some games, we'll have to once again do a pre, pre-tournament chat. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing else tournament-wise for the rest of the year. What's left of it? I think the next one is going to be... Is it March time? It actually might be Cardiff Crusade. Is this? Yeah, the next Cardiff Crusade. So we'll do something for that closer to the time. Um, any last thoughts for this year's tournament season, which is now over? <sighs> no, it was a really, really good and fun time this year at events. Um, I think if I think if I cast my mind back to really early in the year, I went to the event in Scotland, a doubles event, um, and we won. I, I won that with Andy. That was that was good fun. The guys up there are, are lovely. Um, anyone who's not been to one, they can attend one again. It's a long way up in um, in North Keswick. Really good bunch of guys up there. Really play warm and a lovely spirit. And that was good fun. The Triple Crown events that I've attended this year have been just the best. Uh, the narrative particularly was just the best event I think I've ever attended. Yeah, it was really good. It was amazing. Um, genuinely amazing. Um, the guys ran a phenomenal event. And like the, 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 the actual GTs are good fun, and I've really enjoyed those. Um, but the narrative event was just genuinely one of the most enjoyable weekends of Warhammer I've ever had. Um, and then to finish off with like, the card of Cru- Christmas Crusade, 
um, with a couple of sort of smaller events ran by Andy in the in the northeast. And amongst that was really good. Um, but yeah, Cardiff good way, good way to finish from the main event scene. Um, cracking yeah of what it's really lovely to see more events on the on the calendar as well. Um, and every event being very well supported um, to the point that they're just selling out, which is just incredible. Like for a game that's been dead for a decade, it's really yes, amazing. It's, it's, it's such a loyal following and so many people still enjoy it. Like it's just such a joy to be a part of such a, like, quite a vibrant scene. Like, and, and generally thank you to all the people that, are, that keep attending events and more importantly keep running the events. Um, so I can keep attending them and having a really good time and meeting some just really like lovely people. Yeah, and second that, you. it's uh, it's because I'm not going to run one because I'm too lazy. So the people who do run one, thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you in the new year for more events. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> as many as we can get to. But like bad smells, can't get rid of us. They should sell out tickets beforehand, in which case you've definitely gotten rid of us, unfortunately. But well, no, I don't want to say that was rigged, not mention any Triple Crown tournaments. but uh, Just like, oh, you guys from the North, you... Well, we probably, <laughs> probably would have to triple our prize if we won the quiz three years in a row. That's what it is. It was a bit about the quiz. But no, honestly, like, genuine <laughs> hats off to... to um, well, everyone... To Tabletop in Scotland, to Andy in the Northeast... Uh, Shane, when he runs events, um, Chris in, in Cardiff, and the guys, guys, like fantastic! Like, thank you so much. Well, that's uh, Cardiff Crusade wrapped up. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else to say. So we'll leave it there. Thank you very much, uh, Scott. We'll uh, see you, you on the next episode. Until next time.